0: Welcome back to episode four of Real Life Recruiting. I'm Decca McCauley. And I'm Hank Shapiro. Today on the Docket, we are interviewing Westfield High School girl soccer player and Rutgers commit Faith Doboshevitz. Here it is. All right. Welcome back. I'm here with Faith Doboshevitz on the phone. Welcome, Faith.
1: Hi. Thanks for having me.
0: Of course. Uh, the first question we want to ask you is, uh, do you want to just give us a brief overview of like your recruiting timeline and the process that you went through?
1: Yeah, so I started around sophomore year, um, trying to get recruited by a bunch of different colleges, Um, and I think with that, my club team for soccer really helped, and my coach was really amazing. Um, So I started that process sophomore year, and when I got to junior year, um, I started getting one or two offers, and then, by the end of my junior year, I ended up committing to Rutgers University to play. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it was fairly easy for me. I mean, it was kind of stressful at times, um, you know, uh, emailing the colleges and, like, showcases and everything like that. But, in the end, I think it, it worked out really well.
2: That's awesome. Uh, the next question. So, I know you're on both clubs and high school teams. How do you balance that, and what are, more like... Where do you get recruited more?
1: Um, so I would say that, well, since club is in the spring and high school is in the fall, like, our club is very um, good with that, and they uh, they really like, uh, like, their players playing high school soccer because they think it can really benefit us and help us for our spring season. And I would say that a club team is – the best way to get exposure because high school I feel like it's like you don't really have colleges it's more just like representing your community in your school but mm-hmm. club I think it's like a different level yeah. and that will really help you get more exposure
0: absolutely gotcha uh my next question is what in the recruiting process did you enjoy or what did you take away from it that you think you can use down the road
1: um well I've really enjoyed uh going on like unofficial visits and Meeting the coaches and everyone is always so great, um, and very welcoming at all the schools I visited. And I think it's just like really fun when you get an email or your coach sends you an email that like a college is interested in you and it gets you like it gets you really excited. Because I know for me, um, when colleges started emailing me, like it was like the best feeling ever because I like knew that I was gonna end up somewhere like a great place, um, wherever it may have been, and um. Yeah. I mean, yeah,
2: absolutely. Yeah. yeah no, I, that was a great point. Great answer. Um, for the last question. So I know you're going to Rutgers. If you don't yep. mind, would you, can, can you tell us a few of the other schools you were looking at and why you ultimately chose Rutgers?
1: Uh, yeah. So, um, I was looking around, I was trying to stay more on the East coast. So like, you know, for, so like my family can come to games and everything like that. Yep. And, mm-hmm. um, I was looking at West Point, actually. I got an offer from there. Um, I was looking, I was kind of looking at, like, Indiana and Purdue as well because Mm -hmm. my siblings go there, so Mm -hmm. that would also be a plus. But when I got the offer from Rutgers, I feel like I knew that I wanted to go there because, like, on my visit, I felt really at home because being so close to home and, like, having, like, it's such a great program that, I felt really, like, wanted, and I, it really just felt like home, like, the minute I stuck on the campus, like, really looking at it for the first time. And, yeah, I mean,
0: That's you awesome. just know
1: when, when you're there.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. I feel the same way.
2: All right, Faith, thank you so much for coming on the interview with us.
1: All right, no problem. Thank you.
2: Welcome back. That was an awesome inter- interview with Faith Obashevitz. I really learned a lot about girls soccer recruiting and how – they have to really get through that recruiting process through their club teams rather than their high school teams. What do you yeah, think, Hank?
0: Yeah, it seems like all the other sports that we've talked about have had lots of experiences with club teams and not their actual high school teams. And I think that has a lot to do with it because football um, is a very team-based sport and it's a very um, a physically demanding sport. So being able to create another team for football is very hard because you have to install an entire playbook, you have to play lots of games, which is hard for football. That's why they only play for once a week. But it just shows that other sports, while they're still physically demanding, it's a different type of being of demanding. So they can do club teams where college coaches can see the best
2: players in all one spot, where in football it's very hard. Yeah, no, absolutely. So to start off this episode, I think we're gonna talk about our senior year camps, so the camps going into our senior year and how those really affected us. Um,
0: Hank, you give me uh, what camps did you go to? Before I tell you what camps I went to, let me just talk about what these camps really meant in the recruiting process this late. So at this point, since the year before, was a lot of getting your name out there. and It was trying to make coaches see you and be like, whoa, who's that? And then you say, oh, I'm only going to be a junior. And then they become interested, they watch your junior year. By this time in the process, you're not going to as many camps as you might going into your junior year because coaches just aren't interested and in spots are already starting to fill up wherever you go. That's just the way it is. Yeah. So by this time, you're really only going to camps if coaches are calling you and telling you to go to their camp because you might get an offer. At this point in your process, at least for me and Declan, we're getting a tons of calls from coaches throughout the week. Because we just finished up, let's say our Declan finished up track, I finished up lacrosse, and now we were really in football mode. So we were able to talk to these coaches a ton, and they would ask us what camps we're going to, and we would tell them. And so we, they could either see us at a different camp, or we'd have to go to their own. And a lot of time you'd have to go to their own, so you can meet the entire staff and get a feel of the campus.
2: Absolutely. So um, Lehigh, Lehigh camp, explain that.
0: Yeah, so my, I went to three camps going into my senior year. And I was went to Rutgers camp, which a ton of colleges went to. So I decided to get try and see if I can talk to a bunch of colleges in one spot, which was good for me. And then I got a co- some interest from Boston College, so I went up there for a camp. And I thought I did well, but they were looking at some other guys, and they still talked to me, but it wasn't. I could tell I wasn't going to go anywhere. So then after that, I kind of those were. I feel like my biggest opportunities to make a name for myself in front of. Bigger schools. So after that, I kind of reevaluated what I wanted to do with the rest of my summer because those camps were really early in June. And I had my offer from Lehigh and I was getting close with a couple other schools. But then I really made the decision to, I knew I wanted to go to Lehigh. And so I told the coaches that I was ready to commit. And they said, all right. Since we have a new staff, come up for the camp. You you still have your offer. Don't worry about that. We just want to see you one more time before we let you commit. I was like, awesome, no worries. So I went to the camp. I had a good camp, and it went really well. And then after that, on the car ride home, um, my offensive coordinator now called me. He's like, listen, like we held you had an awesome camp today, and we're ready for you to commit whenever. And I was like, well, that's it. I'm ready to commit too, coach. And then so that was the story of how I committed. And um, really kind of early in the process, I didn't really want to go get more offers because I knew for me, Lehigh was the place I wanted to be without a doubt. And so I committed and I've been like that ever since and I couldn't be happier. It's awesome. So Declan, tell me a little bit more about
2: your camp experience going into your senior year. So my camp experience, I knew I had to sit down with my dad and talk about what schools I was really interested in and what schools I really thought I could realistically have a chance of going to. So we put together a schedule. I'm going to go through the camps that I went to. So I went to a URI camp that had BC and Michigan there. And I was really going for uh, because of URI. I'd been getting a lot of attention from them. I had a pretty good camp there. Then after that, I went to the Lehigh camp with Hank, the day Hank committed. I had a pretty good camp there as well. Then Holy Cross camp did well there. Richmond camp was probably my favorite camp this summer. I really loved Richmond, loved the campus, loved everything about it, and I thought after the camp I was going to get an offer, but that kind of killed my uh, killed my vibe because I had one of the best camps I had in the summer, and the coach loved me, but the head coach wasn't ready to offer me because I was a little bit too small, which is hard to hard to believe because I'm a pretty big dude, but um, yeah, that was another camp, and then my last camp of the summer I went down to Bucknell. And I had a really good camp there and ended up getting an offer after that camp, which is when my offers really started to roll in at the end of the summer. And going off offers, Hank, you want to start talking about what an offer is and how – like define offer in your eyes.
0: Yeah, so the word offer is very – it's a very debatable term, I would kind of say. And offers are very interesting in the way that not all offers are criminal – so offers earlier in the process from a college could just be a sign of interest. So a college can be like, hey, Hank, we love your tape. Uh, we've been on the phone with you a couple of times. We think you're a great kid. We're going to give you an offer. But that doesn't mean you can commit right away. They might want to see you at a camp. They might want you to come up for another visit or so. And so it really depends on what the offer entails. And most of the time when a, when a coach or school extends an offer to you, it's just a sign of strong interest. In order to start the process of actually committing, there's a lot more that needs to be done. Absolutely. So offers like that Declan received in the later part of his process were, for the most part, committable offers. If he wanted to go to those schools, he probably couldn't – as soon as they offered him, he probably couldn't have said, I want to commit. But if he called them back in a week or so and he said, I'm really thinking about committing. I want to go further with you guys in the process, then the offer – They start talking about money, what that entails, where they look like maybe on the depth chart, and stuff like that. That's when the offer becomes more real, I think, and not just
2: something you can post on Twitter. Also, it's good that we, um, we really went down the FCS path, because most of the time when FCS school, like for example, the Patriot League, Holy Cross, Lehigh, other FCS schools, when they extend an offer to you, that is more likely to be committable than any FBS offer because mm-hmm. FBS schools will go offer 600 kids in one and, class in one class and then only they're only taking 20. So like if you're on the lower part of their list of kids that they have offered, then you might it might not be a committable offer because because they don't because they're waiting for another kid that they think is better than you, which kind of stinks but you know that's the way it works sometimes. Yeah, I
0: think you bring up a really good point there with the list because, I mean, they're ranking you individually amongst the other position group that they've offered. So, wherever you are on their board, I mean, let's say for quarterback, it's kind of easier because they're only going to take one or two. So, they'll rank their best, like 10, maybe that they offered. That's a lot. But, and uh, guy number three can't commit until one and two have committed somewhere else. Yeah. Guy number seven can't commit until one through six are either some going somewhere else or stop showing interest in that school. So that's – for quarterback, that's easy. But then offensive linemen, I would say aren't – they're still ranked, but there aren't – like quarterback, it's very – I think it's one, two, three, four. Like this is our, these are our options. But offensive linemen, you'll take four in a class and they'll offer 20. So yeah. then really choosing those four, it becomes – like like a matching game kind of almost for, if you want to talk about it more. Yeah, yeah, know,
2: I know we talked about this a little bit in episode one or two, but um, quarterbacks get recruited really early and linemen tend to be recruited late. So later in the process when I started to get my offers, they were all committable just because of the fact that they wanted to fill up their classes as soon as possible. So they're offering the kids that they know that they want to be on their team and are willing to just, let the first or their first four linemen who want to go to the school, they will take the first four, which was kind of weird because I committed to Holy Cross, I'd say mid August, probably mid August, maybe beginning August. And then um, a couple schools were still reaching out to me after I had committed and asked if my recruiting, um, like, like my, my, my recruitment was still open. And I, w- I would always say yes, just to hear, just to hear them out, hear the, hear the options they would give me, but it kind of stressed me out. Like for example, Monmouth University came to school one day. I got called down. This was like three months after I committed, and they asked me like, "Is your recruitment still open?" I was like, "You know what? Yeah, like I'll I'll listen to anything." And they were like, "Okay," and they said they extended an offer out to me, and I I really didn't know what to do with it because like I didn't know if I should announce it because I didn't know if what Holy Cross would say, and I didn't want to like go through all of this but like it was kind of cool getting an offer after the fact because it made me feel kind of good it made me feel that schools were still looking at me and stuff but it's the 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 process is such a game with these offers and stuff like a, a kid can be committed but can be still talking to 14 other schools so they're not really like a commitment is just a verbal contract hey, it's, a, it's a handshake it's, it's really, yeah, it's, really it's, just
0: it's, a handshake. hey i want to come to your school and you want me to come there and so I'm committed, but it doesn't mean anything. that like you can decommit whenever you want. It,
2: it means absolutely
0: nothing. And we'll talk about when it really gets official in our next episode.
2: So uh-huh. um,
0: the, the next question I want to ask you, Declan. I mean, you talked about you had a bunch of offers at the end. How'd you choose Holy Cross?
2: Uh, choosing Holy Cross. So I had four offers at the end of my thing. It was Bucknell, Lehigh, Holy Cross, and Monmouth. And um, choosing Holy Cross. I mean, it was honestly. I knew Holy Cross, like I'd been around my brother. My brother plays at Holy Cross. I'd been around him. I know all the kids. I know all the coaches. I've been, I've been like recruited by Holy Cross for, for three years before I got committed. So I knew all these guys and I knew that they really wanted me. So, and it kind of felt like home because all of Jack's teammates already knew me and it was kind of cool. And going up for my visits, like I knew that's where I wanted to be. And they also just won the Patriot League this past year. And they're definitely on the come-up because their coach, Bob Chesney, is a really good coach. Probably won't be there in a few years. He's probably going to keep climbing the ladder. He's a really young guy. But I'm really excited that I'm joining at the time that I did because I think there will be one or two Patriot League championships in my future.
0: Yeah, not if I have anything to do with it. I think that was an (laughs) awesome fourth episode. We're going to come back talking about after we committed and what entails – actually signing those papers next episode. Awesome.